chapter seven of more about teddy b and teddy g the roosevelt bears recorded for LibriVox.org by betty b the roosevelt bears entertain philadelphia children the theatre chairs were filled with fun for a boy or girl was in every one except the four which jack and will and the roosevelt bears had come to fill the band was playing the latest air and laughing children everywhere as the bears walked down the central aisle in their summer suits cut philadelphia style they looked so jolly and smiled so sweet that the children clapped and stamped their feet and waved their hands and stood on chairs and cried hurrah for the roosevelt bears but the bears were large and the seats were small and they found they couldn't sit down at all so they stood in the aisle to view the crowd and thus spoke teddy b out loud young ladies and gentlemen children dear and chairman too if there is one here teddy g and i have come to stay to hear you laugh and to see the play and since we can't very well sit down we'll go on the stage and help the clown and stand and sit on wall or floor and do some tricks we have done before and some quite old and some quite new and keep it up till the show is through the children called for teddy g but he shook his head and said that he could sing a song or dance a jig or sit on chairs either small or big or talk to girls or with them dine but to make a speech wasn't quite his line the speeches through a theatre page took the two bears back upon the stage as the curtain rolled up to the top a man at the back asked the bears to stop two clowns are on the stage said he they have started their piece and i'll let you see that you can't interrupt or make a noise or you'll spoil this show for these girls and boys your advice is right said teddy b and out they went the clowns to see the clowns were scared when they saw the bears step up behind them unawares and they ran for doors at left and right and as quick as a wink were out of sight but they were ordered back to earn their fee and to take a turn with teddy b's and g and from that hour the play went smart for the two bears helped in every part they made those two clowns march and sing jump over chairs and through a ring and climb up poles and ride a wheel and do a clog dance toe and heel and when they finished amid loud applause the bears ran off on all four paws with the clowns on backs with jolly noise throwing kisses back to girls and boys the orchestra played a boy called taps and then appeared a troop of japs a dozen little men in tights the heroes of a hundred fights for a little while the bears stood by and watched the japs their muscles try and saw them balance balls and bricks on parasols and billiard sticks and climb up ladders out of sight and fall again and land all right then teddy b said he'd like to do a western schoolboy trick he knew he made the japs stand in a row and take hold of hands and not let go then he caught one end and with whirling clip he showed them how to crack the whip the japs went whizzing in the air and whirled in circles everywhere but they did the trick so smart and neat that every jap lit on his feet a man with hoops was next to play and he asked if teddy g would stay and help him show the boys and girls how wooden hoops were taught their twirls but this trick with hoops put teddy g in so many circles he couldn't see 
they came flying at him through the air and rolling in from everywhere and try his best he couldn't throw a single hoop and make it go he was hooped around from head to paw the funniest sight you ever saw but he enjoyed the fun and said that he wore rings enough that day for three but the jolliest thing that day was when the two bears dressed as irishmen a dublin mike and a pat from cork came on the stage to look for work teddy g is mike with workman's hod and teddy b is pat from blarney sod with blackthorn sticks their foes to hit and filled to the brim with irish wit their irish brogue and joke and song made the children laugh both loud and long the last part of the show that day was sleight of hand the programme say but why it failed to work out well the man who tried it couldn't tell a trunk was brought a solid mass with iron locks and bound in brass the bears were asked to get inside the trunk was locked and with rope tied and the man announced that at his command he'd slide a curtain and there would stand the roosevelt bears outside and free with the trunk unlocked by any key but it didn't work the bears weren't there and it gave the man a little scare to find he couldn't do the trick and the trunk was unlocked pretty quick for fear they'd smother for want of air but the bears had gone no one knows where the trunk was empty not as they feared the roosevelt bears had disappeared the bears had gone but no one knew just where to look or what to do detectives hunted high and low and questioned folks who ought to know and listened for the slightest sound and hunted rooms beneath the ground and through the halls walked round and round but not a trace of the bears they found at supper time at home that night the boys and girls told of their flight and the jokes they cracked and tricks they played and the jolliest kind of fun they made and how they saw them locked and tied so tight and fast that children cried some little girls and wee boys too wouldn't go to bed until they knew how teddy b and teddy g got out of the trunk without a key but their papas told them not to mind that some one the bears that night would find and the papers sure the following day would explain in full how they got away End of chapter seven this recording is in the public domain